The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to Intuitive Connection. Today, I am here again with my dear friend, Lisa McCourt, to talk about a topic that I didn't ever think I'd really be talking about on this podcast, but I'm really excited about it. So some backstory, I was listening to Lisa's podcast, which you all should listen to because it rocks. And she was talking to one of her guests about bragging and talking about how bragging is a thing that she actually teaches to her peoples in her joy school. And guys, this kind of scrambled my brain a little bit because I've been taught bragging is no bueno. And as a child, and Lisa, I'm going to share this with you for a while, I remember having some conditioning because social skills were not always my jam around like people like, you know, saying, oh, you're bragging and that's not cool. And, and so it's like, it's this little sore spot for me. But I also know that someone who's really trying to step more and more into my own self-confidence and someone who preaches self-love all the way. I kind of realized there must be something in that bragging thing. So I'm going to turn the floor over to Lisa now, welcome her back to the show, and we're going to talk about how to be a better bragger. All right, Lisa, welcome. You are so funny. I love you so much. This was like the cutest thing to get that text from you. Oh my God, bragging. We have to talk about bragging. (laughs) I was so excited because like it makes sense. And you know, my journey over the last couple months too has been a lot of a big self-love fast. So I've spent a lot of time loving myself and a lot of time saying really kind things to myself. And I just did an episode. I don't know if it'll go live yet. I'm waiting to see, but I just did an episode on complimenting and receiving compliments because something that I've been, it wasn't a practice that I put in place, but during like a tough time for me, the really aligned people in my beautiful life were giving me these amazing compliments that were just so uplifting to me. And I started collecting them and some of them may or may not be posted around my house, even as we speak. And and one of them might even become a tattoo, but it was so amazing to get that external validation and bring it in. But I think bragging is even another level because, you know, we're honoring ourselves, we're aligning with ourselves and it's coming from us. So talk to me about bragging and why it's so important. Yeah, it definitely is an extension of being able to receive compliments for sure. Our our terminology we use in Joy School is rub that in. And whenever you see, like, because we do a lot of loving on one another in my Joy School circles, that's just like, really, it's a big old love fest. And you can tell when somebody energetically is not receiving that. And we have to say, rub that in, rub that in. If I'm with somebody, I might put my hand on their heart and just rub that in. And sometimes that'll bring tears to their eyes because we don't want, we want to deflect. And that's that's just a, a condition habit that we have to train ourselves out of. 
Right. So I borrowed this. I love to always make sure I credit my various teachers and gurus. I borrowed the term bragging from Mama Gina, Regina Thomas-Shower. I don't know if you're familiar with her. Nope. One of my long, long, long ago gurus. And she is really focused on leading women. I, in my trainings, have never differentiated that much. I found so many men to have feminine energy, so many women to have masculine energy, that it never really made sense to me to be gender specific when teaching joy. But her premise was the way our society is structured, men generally don't have trouble bragging. They're brought up that it's totally cool and appropriate to promote themselves, say whatever they need to say to come off as impressive as possible. It's true. Yeah. Women, on the other hand, are more likely to be taught, like you were expressing, that it's inappropriate to brag. And she even made a a point I thought was interesting about the way we bond as women, whereas men will bond by boasting about themselves. It's more common for women to bond by sharing their woes with one another. It's so true. Yeah. Like that's just like this one. Oh, my husband said a mean thing to me. My boss dismissed my ideas again. These are the things we go to one another for to get that comfort and support that. Yeah, me too. Kind of camaraderie. And if something great is going on in a woman's life, Mama Gina would say that she's be more likely to downplay it to her female friends because we don't want anybody to feel bad about their own lives, right? Like if I'm rocking it out of the park, then you're going to feel bad. So we're just more sensitive to one another that way. So she wanted to shake up that paradigm by requiring all of us in her trainings. We were called sister goddesses. All of us, we had to brag on ourselves. So that's where the word brag comes from. But I use it a little bit differently in joy school. I don't, you know, differentiate about the genders or anything, but Oasis is really a like a support group. So it's not uncommon for the members to bring their problems every week so that they can get that support and healing from the group, which is beautiful and as it should be. But to create the container for the kind of healing that takes place in Oasis, I have to create a high vibration frequency for the meetings. So our custom is that before we really get started, while we're just waiting for everybody to pop in, I invite brags from the Oasis mates as each of them shows up. They have to, like, that's your entry point. You have to come and tell us a brag about anything wonderful that happened in the week since we last saw one another. And it can be something that we did that we're proud of. That's like bragging in the typical sense. It could be something objectively noteworthy or just like... I escorted a spider outdoors today instead of squashing it. It could be literally anything that you consider to be a good thing that you're proud of. Or even if something wonderful has happened that seems like it's not our own doing, that's still worthy of a brag, right? Because our energy created it. The energy that we're putting out into the world creates every single detail of our experience. So even if it feels like, oh, I can't brag about that, that's just something lucky that happened. Yes, yes, you can brag about that because if it happened to you, it's the result of an elevated frequency that you sent out, which is precisely the work that we do in Oasis, right? I love that. I love it. So the one thing that I hear you saying is you do the bragging because, and also I'm going to be ADD right now. If anyone could see Lisa's cup, Lisa has this beautiful cup. And every time she takes a little (laughs) sip, the cup says, love you. So way to raise the vibration as always, Lisa, every time you take a sip, I'm like, oh, she loves me. I have a whole set of these. I have love you more, beautiful day. Uh, Well, this was the one (laughs) I needed. So thank you very much. It's just so Uh. beautiful. But so the first thing I hear is that when we celebrate and honor ourselves through bragging and our experiences, it raises the vibration and it brings your people into the room for, and we should probably recap in a minute what Joy School is because I forgot to say anything about you and we just launched into it. But 
it brings people into this space from this level of celebrating themselves. So you're saying it sets this container of I'm empowered, I'm, you know, beautiful, I'm lovable. And then we can go to town if there's other stuff we want to work on. Right. Because yeah. we have to, to raise that frequency of the container first. When you're in a vibration elevation group, it's so easy to focus on whatever's dragging your vibration down so that we can address that. And we forget that the most basic, always available tool that we have for raising our vibration is to take charge of where we're directing our focus, right? Our attention. Right. So the bragging practice is really about building that muscle of learning to direct our attention at will onto something that raises our vibes. And so our attention is our energy hose and wherever we point it, that's what we're watering and that's what's going to grow in our lives. Right. And I feel that too. So many people need to find that within themselves because bragging is where we feel it's a form of self-love, right? It's a form of honoring ourselves, which I do think there's a gender difference in that. But I do think a lot of men too are taught to brag in a very empty sense, right? And that brings me to my next question too, because when we brag, is there a distinction between bragging about what you think other people want to honor about you or what really lights you up? Because I think a lot of times bragging, particularly in the male world, and we talked about this a little in our personal conversation, even before we got on the recording, I think sometimes that bragging is it's bravado. It's based on how I want other people to perceive me. It's not authentic. It's not real. It's not true. And it's not self-loving, right? That is such a great distinction. Absolutely. My my personal rule of thumb is I let them get away with it if they're new <laughs> in the group. Okay. <laughs> we all are so tuned into one another's energy and we all know to give somebody new to the group a little leeway there in the beginning, but we call each other out on that all the time. It has to be something that you completely feel good about and, and you can see someone's energy. I'm sure you can clearly see someone's energy if they're in the joy of celebrating themselves versus trying to impress others. And for listeners out there, you know, they're kind of thinking, hmm, bragging, you know, and even if you start by just bragging to yourself, by the way, I mean, I think it is powerful when you have a safe place to safely brag to others. And we can talk about finding that space because it's not always going to be safe. Well, I don't want to say it's not always going to be safe. (laughs) I didn't mean it that way, but you may want to choose your audience. You're always safe, my friends. Sorry about that. That was my own stuff coming up. You are always, 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 always safe. You know, is there a way within you to feel the difference between, you know, am I celebrating myself or am I bragging in the sense of bravado? Yes, exactly. And I mean, you can feel your your vibration going up or down. And I think a lot of us maybe inexperienced in bragging would try to look for those external validation things. But, you know, if the the really one that just lights you up the most is, wow, my child made a good decision today, you know, I'm an awesome mom. I'm going to brag on that. I raised a right. child who made a good decision today, you know, and that might not seem like the the thing that would be the typical thing to observe to brag about, but it really is is finding that place in you where there is something. And sometimes one of the Oasis mates will show up and say not a single good thing happened that prior week to brag about. And then the invitation is always, okay, so what is in your experience this week that you created at some prior point? That could include the home you live in, the kids you raise, the bonsai trees you've been pruning all year. There's always something to look around and be grateful for. So in a pinch, if you can't find something specific that week, any of that can count as the brag for the week. So is the brag more like gratitude or is the brag like I am proud of myself because? 
It's stealth gratitude. Yeah. I mean, gratitude always is going to raise our vibration. So it's just kind of like a, a flavor of gratitude, a self-celebration. Self-celebration. Oh, I love that term, yeah. a self-celebration. <laughs> when you were talking, the guides were nudging me too of a practice. And I don't know if you ever do this of sometimes you just got to let a rip. Sometimes you should just, you know, spend some time, you know, like letting all the brags come out. All the things I love about myself, all the things I love about my life. You don't have to discern if it's ego, if it's like, get it out and you'll get into this amazing flow. They said, if you would spend, I don't know, like five minutes a day or three minutes a day, just on concerted bragging without worrying about what you're bragging about. But I love my hair. I love my fashion sense. I love my earrings. I love that I have cool friends like Lisa. I love that we have these really cool backdrops behind us that you can't see, like whatever it is. And you just let her rip. They're saying you will raise your vibration so quickly. I love that. Yeah. And they're saying too, but I want to hear what you say about this. And they're saying too, that the reason that I was drawn to the term bragging and the reason that we're talking about that today is because it really is a celebration of self, which I think you just said. And that's the important thing because we're not taught to do that. We're not taught to celebrate ourselves. We're taught to fault find with everything in the world, including the beautiful vessel and vehicle that our soul is using right now to have this you know, miraculous human experience. Oh, so well said. And I love that guides. Thank you guys. I think that would be a, a great practice to just like dump it all out. Like there doesn't Abraham call that a rampage when you just go on like a, a gratitude, like spree. I think, I think she calls it a, a rampage. I don't know. I've been listening to a lot. So it, it could be, that's the guys that are chatting with me right now. Or that's the energy stream. Yeah, it would desensitize you to that, you know, oh, I shouldn't say this because yeah. we're so conditioned to not want to sound like that. And, and it works so well in group because we know no one's going to be an asset about it, right? There's no stage hogging. Everybody takes delight and everyone else's brags because it truly does raise our own vibration to hold that space for someone that we love who's acknowledging their own awesomeness. That raises the vibe of everybody who's holding the space for that, right? No one tries to outdo one another or anything like that. But I think that that's the fear. We we don't want to look like that. So that practice that you just described sounds like a great way to, you know, just build up the muscle of getting past right. that fear. Absolutely. And I'm really seeing two things here too. I'm seeing bragging for myself, which is bragging, but it's not really bragging, right? And it's a different thing when you take that bragging out into the world and share it with others, right? Because then we have to deal with their reactions. Right. Are they going to understand? Are they going to think we're obnoxious? Are they going to be jealous? Are they going to say, oh, that's not a good thing at all, right? So so what do you say about that? I know you're creating a safe space when you do the bragging in Joy School. The way that I saw you prompt this bragging in your podcast was asking someone basically to brag on your show, yeah, <laughs> right? And encouraging them to brag just a little bit more, right? So I got the feeling that you're wanting to normalize this as something that we celebrate ourselves publicly more often. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Because I, I think that um, it's habit and like you're suggesting, it's so much easier, you know, to start with yourself, which is really important. I have this you know funny little thing. I, I tell them sometimes to like, choreograph your own end zone victory dance, pull that sucker up as many times a day as you can, right? Like my child ate a vegetable end zone dance. I'm an awesome mom. I got everything on my grocery list without forgetting a single item end zone dance. Finally clean that toilet that was overdue for a swish, you know, because when we celebrate ourselves, it becomes easier to do it in a non-icky way with others. Right. 
But I think that sometimes just a gentle prompting, you know, to let people know that this is this is great. We want to celebrate you. Like, give me the opportunity to share in the joy of what you did, because I'm so honored to hear about it and, and feel into your joy around it. And sometimes it just takes an invitation. Yeah, absolutely. Are you looking for a new and empowering lens through which to view your life and your health? Then register now for Get Healthy with Sound, a weekend workshop with Eileen McCusick, an innovator in the fields of therapeutic sound, electric health, and the human biofield. May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn easy and accessible techniques to reduce stress, improve focus, and increase energy. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. How do you handle or what do you say to the person that either is worried about or has had the experience of, and I'm pretty sure many of us have been on both sides of this, either it's you and you're celebrating and you're, but you're worried that someone else will feel diminished or someone else is celebrating maybe in your Oasis group and, you know, you feel a little bit diminished because you're like, oh, I want that. You know, I don't have that. Like, what's wrong with me? What do you tell people in those situations? Well, I guess as the facilitator of the group, I would, you know, just try to let them see my own excitement and joy for this person in the sense that, oh, thank you for showing us that example. And let's all think about like where we can hold that vision for ourselves. And and we do a lot of vision holding, you know, for one another. Another thing that we do sometimes is close the session with brags and those are reverse engineered brags. So like if something like that happened where somebody just had a big score at work and there's another member who's having issues at work or really bad you know things happening, I'd have her imagine her desired outcome vividly with all the details, get her to feel into those details in her bones, and then pretend it's the following week and I've invited Braggs and she's got to tell us about this amazing thing that happened in her work, though really it hasn't happened yet, we're pretending. And as she describes it, the rest of us let ourselves just get happy and excited for oh, her. I love that. Just as she's describing it, right? And she's describing it as though it's already happened. And sometimes we all, you know, do that or take turns doing that. That's a really powerful manifestation tool. On so many levels, because first of all, you're imagining it and getting in the zone of having it already happened, which we know is a thing, but then you're also doing it with love and support of other people getting excited for you, which is like permission for you to even get more excited. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. I did that a few years ago with a, a, just a small group of advanced joy creators that I've known for decades. We did a year-long experiment with it. We did a um, January, like right at New Year's, we did a reverse engineered brag where we all pretended it was the following January. We wrote it all out in lots and lots of detail, told one another about the amazing year we just had, all the things that had just come to fruition, again, pretending that it was you know, the following year. And then the next January, we met, opened up the brags that we had sealed up in the envelope together and every single last detail that each of us had written. Had, I mean, we did work in between every month to, to hold the vision and we did this whole like recording thing around it and held the vision for one another, but everything is 100%. One of them was in a decade long relationship that she just really, really wanted this guy to be her husband. And he had told her a million times that was absolutely out of the question, not something he wanted to do again. He had had a bad experience, but she wanted to marry him. So she wrote out all the details of the proposal, the ring, the dress, the backdrop for this wedding she wanted. And that year she got every bit of it. I'm getting goosebumps talking about wow. it. Wow. 
Yeah. Another one from that same group had had like a huge like weight problem that she had struggled with her entire life. She had tried everything. Nothing ever, ever was able to get it under control for her. When she did her reverse engineering that year, she saw herself shopping in what she adorably called the regular size section of the stores, trying on dresses, twirling in the mirror because she felt so light and free and happy with her size. And that year she found the program. She did it. And that was about three years ago. And she's kept it off to this day. Wow. Yeah. So are we doing this again? Can I join in? Yes. Okay, let's do it this year. You'll be in the posse. We'll do it for sure. That'll I be know. Fun. That sounds amazing. You got me thinking about so many things, but I love that. So not only can we use the brags to raise our vibration, to give ourselves self-love and to give ourselves self-love publicly sometimes with loving souls, because I think the important thing that you're saying here is that even with the reverse brag is you're doing it with others that support your well-being and support your energy, your vision, your loveliness. And that can be so powerful. Yeah. Because sometimes we see ourselves better through the eyes of others. You you know that. We've talked about that. That mirror mm-hmm. we have to hold up for one another. Because we're always just going to create whatever we deep down believe we deserve, right? Right. And most of that goes on at a subconscious level. So training ourselves to brag on what's going great just opens up that valve to let more good come in. But we remind ourselves about all the wonderful that we've already created, even if we have to force ourselves to look at it and acknowledge it, that just reminds us that we have that ability to create wonderful things. And then the trust in that ability is what lets us expand it. I love it. Let's talk really, really quick, because this thought doesn't want to go away about bragging outside of the safe space of Oasis or your own living room where you're really going to get down and dirty about telling yourself how much you love yourself, which is something I really recommend. (laughs) It's been like life-changing for me. And look, for some people that's triggering. So start small, you know, you don't have to go on full on love fest if it doesn't resonate, but I'm getting for a lot of you it really will. So we're good. But what about when we want to bring the brag out to the world? And, you know, I see a lot of people in the world and sometimes it's ego and bravado and sometimes it's not, but I, I envy people that create these amazing things based on their self-confidence. And you, Lisa, and you're you're like one of the least egoy people that I know, but you also have an unshakable self-confidence in there. I feel it around you sometimes. No, for real, like with your work and on our very first podcast, because this is number two, I'm going to tell you a story. Before we hit live, I was a little bit nervous because I didn't know Lisa yet. And I was like a little nervous and excited to have her on my show. And and when I get nervous and exciting, I get even more rambly bambly than I am on this podcast, if you believe it or not. <laughs> and so we were talking and I like almost forgot to hit record. And then I I told Lisa a kind of a joke about somebody that had been on the podcast. And I told them that I forgot to hit record, but I actually didn't. I just didn't want to use that episode. And it's only happened once. And um, then I was like, oh my God, that's like a terrible thing to say to someone that is about to do a podcast. And Lisa said to me, yeah, I'm not worried. And like, it was so natural. And so just like, no, yeah, honey, I got this. We know how to do this. It's going to be fine. <laughs> First of all, I was like, wow. That's unshakable confidence. I love this lady. But two, her confidence was contagious because in that moment I knew, okay, we're good. We're set. Like it's going to rock. True story. You know, you all didn't get to hear that part because we edited it out. But now you know what happened before we went live. But it's so important. And it's, and I'm glad that, you know, I thought to bring up that example because it also brings out this thing that when we are confident, 
like we have that opportunity to spread it to others. Sometimes we worry that our confidence is going to diminish somebody else. And, you know, we can talk about what to do if you're in that position, um, how to find your light through it. Cause sometimes it does knock us a little bit, you know, the parts of ourselves that are hurting, get a little hurty and, and that's okay. We can work through that, but you know, yours just, it lit me up in that moment. I was like, okay, we got this. And I was just in awe of you and grateful. Oh, well, see, I think that means that I wasn't at all worried about your confidence because you, my super (laughs) have called me out plenty on where I am not so healed from my people pleasing tendencies. Yeah, we all got our stuff, my beautiful friend. When there's somebody in my space that I have that feeling I can't be happy unless you're happy, I am still super not skilled at knowing how to overcome that, as you well know. (laughs) Up until now. Up until now. now. And she's more skilled than she thinks she is. Because we're all, you know, we all got our little things that we're still playing with. That's why we're here. It's it's actually very fun to your soul. But sometimes your human being is like what? Aren't I done yet? Can I just go to the beach and just chill? Which I do every day. So you can, if you want. But anyway, I just thought it was beautiful. But we also know people too. They have so much confidence and they have these huge Facebook groups or these huge followings. And you know, it's bravado, but it's also amazing. Like even if it's egoic confidence, I'm still in awe of them and amazed because we create beautiful things for believing in ourselves. And I've always gotten that what narcissistic people have right is like there's a certain branch of self-love and self-honoring that we actually need to cultivate. And you know, obviously true self-love comes with humility. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that has that beautiful balance, but, you know, wearing humility as a flag so that you, you don't honor yourself is not true humility at all anyway. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's true. And I think that's an interesting point you make about like people with these huge followings. I think that that is a manifestation that happens. And I think that on a maybe subconscious level, they're thinking, I'm going to put out my energy and there are going to be so many people who resonate with that energy that they're going to flock to me and be drawn to me like a magnet, which is all absolutely true and works. But we have to remember sometimes that some of us just have a little bit more of a unique energy and it doesn't mean it's a worse energy. Sometimes it's a higher energy, but there are going to be more people who flock to someone who vibrates similarly to them. You know what I'm saying, right? I, I have, we used to laugh so many people on the podcast when we're talking about, you know, how did you get here and your you know upbringing will say, I felt like an alien on this planet. So there's a reason for that, right? There's a reason that all of us aliens are finding one another who never found tribe before, because thank goodness now we have these ways to find tribe, but there aren't as many of us. Yeah, <laughs> no, know? it's true. It's true. It's absolutely true. But I will say too, and I know that, and I feel that. And and I've been told that many times, but it's also a belief because there are, there are enough of us, you know, and we are legion. And I think that for me, at least the more I believe that, the more I'm finding those peeps, right? And the more I believe that conditioning that I've had for my whole life of being the odd man out. And not being at the same level as everybody else, you know, or not having everyone else be at my level, like you don't want to make that your story either. But I do totally know what you're saying. Right. That's the belief that creates it, not that there really aren't that right. many. I think there aren't that many. We're still like right. to have that belief in us somewhere. Yeah. Right. Right. And it, it may be, I mean, you know, it's hard to discern truth from <laughs> truth, which is a question and a, a topic for another day for sure. But I was also talking about that confidence, again, that comes from 
bravado, ego, what we think other people want. And we can create an empire based on giving people what they want. And if we have enough charisma and we have enough belief in our self, you know, beautiful things can happen and, and good stuff comes from that versus, you know, really putting yourself out there authentically, loving that. For me, the latter is always where I feel most aligned because anything else to me, like whatever, my the way my personality is constructed, I can't seem to build build anywhere else but on what's real. But I am in awe of the people that can do it because I just I just think self-confidence is such a beautiful thing. You know, however you cultivate it, whatever it is, I'm in awe of people that have that container to really, you know, feel good about themselves. Yeah. And that's when it's sustainable. You know, when you really are presenting yourself as your most authentic self, that's when I think it's a a slow, steady build. If that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for tribe and and followers, whereas, you know, somebody who just figures out the right verbiage and the right things to say to attract the masses, that's going to fall apart. That's not going to be sustainable. Or they have gotten part of the uh, equation right because that's what their ego wants them to manifest because we can manifest from ego just fine, um, but they may not have that inner satisfaction, right? Good point. And it's also, and this is something else we were talking about before we hit record, it's also important to know that we all have different paths in life. And most of the people that are drawn to your work and my work are drawn to living more authentically. We're drawn to living more in alignment with our soul because we're we're drawn to be the lights that are lighting the way for other people on the planet that may or may not be able to you know, appreciate the shine just yet, uh, but need our light here and now and need us to be living in the full force of our own brightness and greatness and beautifulness and all of that good stuff. Whether they appreciate it or not is none of our beeswax. Yeah. You're just laying out the welcome mat, setting yeah. the people from to come. But you know, not everyone on the planet is doing the same thing. And so it's really important too that we recognize, you know, someone can be fulfilling their life path and doing something that doesn't feel resonant to us, but it's just perfect and just right for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a toughie for me, as you know. Wise girl. Yeah, it can be. It can be. All right. So I want to see if there's anything else that we want to talk about. So I think the last piece that I kept coming to too is, so we haven't really talked yet. We've been talking around it, bringing brag into the world. You know, what, what's your recommendation there? Is it good to brag? Is it, do we figure out who we brag to? Like, how do you bring the bragging out into the, beyond the oasis, beyond the bathroom mirror? Yeah, I think that's when we have to acknowledge that even the terminology of a brag is kind of a cute way that we describe it for how we're going to do it for ourselves, how we're going to do it in a safe container like my joy school groups. And maybe we have to even change the terminology when we're doing it out in the world just to like, what can I do to elevate this conversation? What can I do to bring in more light and joy here? I know I want to authentically share with them something that I'm really happy about. And just with the expectation that my joy is going to light them up. Beautiful. And and when you go in with that expectation and softness around it, I think then it's still doing the same thing, but maybe we don't call it a brag in those cases. I love that. I love everything about that. And it sounds to me what you're saying is how do I honor myself in these interpersonal relationships, right? How do I get excited about me and find people too that are going to be excited about me along with me, right? Uh, Understanding that you have that power to elevate them by sharing your joy, letting your joy spill over into their day. Makes me cry. Makes me cry. (laughs) And it's true. It's really, really, really true when we, and we want to surround ourselves as much as we can with the people that are going to celebrate our joy, that it's going to uplift them. 
And, you know, sometimes we have this conditioning that it's going to diminish other people because like we talked about before, and this was the other half of my question, the two questions were warring with each other, is that there is sometimes that feeling and we've all had it where someone else shares a win and you're like, oh man, you know, I want that too. Why don't I have that? That jealous feeling, right? And I always say it's usually a sign that something in you is longing for that. Mm -hmm. And so you're manifesting it. You're manifesting it. And so they're a suggestion. It's not the scarcity self saying, well, if they have it, I can't, right? Or if you're particularly hard on yourself, they have it. And that means like something's wrong with me that I don't. So we kind of like let that little part set. And, you know, because we, most people who are listening to this show have a a high enough level of awareness to kind of be aware of what's happening. You love yourself. You release that kind of stuff. It's not even anything you have to do. Just love yourself through it. It will release itself. Remind yourself that something in them has awakened something that's a latent desire in you and you can have it too. You can have it too. They're like your model. They're your model for what is possible. There are worse things than awakening somebody's desire for them. And if you are gentle about it, and if you are presenting it in such a way that it definitely invites them to join you there, like let, this is this is what I've done. And when you're telling someone you aren't trying to send the energy of, but of course you can't do this, you're, you're protecting the energy of this is what I've done. So you could do it too. Yeah. Even if you don't say those words, it's about the energy behind it. Please. I love that so much. That makes me so happy. That's something I so needed to hear today. Um, And I'm sure listeners did too. And it's beautiful. And remember too, that if you go in there with this energy of when I celebrate myself and my wins, I'm showing other people what's possible for them as well. Then you're also nudging them to have that reaction to what you say, to feel into that, to honor and celebrate you. If you go into it with this little fear that maybe, you know, is part of yours truly is conditioning up until now. And it's not always the case, but it sometimes will, you know, rear its silly little head that, you know, if I am feeling really good about me, someone else is going to be like, well, why do you have that? (laughs) Right. Then we're going to bring that out more likely in other people. So the more we can celebrate ourselves unabashedly is the word that comes through. And I hope I said that right. You know, the more we invite other people to do the same, they can celebrate our wins, but then we also free them to celebrate their wins and to know, by the way, because I remember this too, that, you know, if someone else has something that you want, you have it too. You have it too within you, but you also have it too, because we're all connected. (laughs) So And guess what? When someone else has a major, beautiful accomplishment, you know, honor that, celebrate that, be amazed with that because, you know, you're part of that too. I love that. I love that. You're in their energy. You're part of what helped them to create it one way or another. Yeah. Because we're all connected. And when you honor and celebrate something amazing too, you're elevating them. They're elevating you. It's just, it's just a magical thing. Yeah. So before we wrap up, I want you to talk about joy school because we probably should have started with that. (laughs) But we didn't. So talk to people if if they want to um, have a safe space to brag and all the other wonderful things that you do. Can you share a little bit more about that and your podcast and all the ways that people can connect with your beautiful energy? Thank you, sweet pea. Yes. So Oasis is my ongoing online community that meets once a week in groups, small groups. 
And we just support one another in elevating our vibration together. And that just leads to all sorts of um, joy set point elevation. We all have a joy set point where we're going to just have our highs and lows, but basically come back to this one kind of status quo place where we're comfortable and we can actually elevate that to be a higher set point. So that's what we do in Oasis. That's really all that's happening at Joy School right now. Joy School (laughs) is an umbrella name for other kinds of live events or other online events. But right now it's just the Oasis community and the podcast, Do Joy Podcast. And you can find out about all of those things at lisamccourt.com. All right. We'll have all that in the show notes. And Lisa, thank you so much. I'm so glad we got to have this conversation. It was the bomb and I learned a lot. So thank you. Thank you for making it happen. Beautiful. I love you. Love you too. And I love all of you listeners as well. And I'm so grateful for you because if it wasn't for this podcast and your listens and downloads and subscribes and reviews and everything that keeps us going, I wouldn't get to have these conversations. So thank you and enjoy the rest of your day and namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again, don't take your dreams lying down.